Hey guys, brand new. Fuck that. My special Hey Big Boy is currently streaming right now on Netflix. Right now. So go on Netflix. Check out Hey Big Boy. My buddy Tom Segura is next week. We are... <laughs> well, I, this, this has been a very, very... Um, I've, talked, I've talked about this. It's been a very bizarre um, s- series of weeks. I want to I apologize directly to everyone um, for the next nine dates or 12 dates, as I know, have been rescheduled. And we're checking on the rest of the on the rest of, you know, how long this goes. I don't think we've technically rescheduled anything, but we're taking a look. I want to apologize directly to New Orleans, uh, Montgomery, and Huntsville. I was so fucking excited for that trip. I was in New Orleans. I was outside the theater. It was two hours before showtime, an hour before doors opened, and I got the call from the promoter saying that uh, it it was unsafe. And so I want to, I sincerely want to apologize. I'm. I've been dealing with a tad bit of depression. It's kind of like when you get fired from Travel Channel. When I got when I got fired from Travel Channel, uh, I f- I felt um, my series, my special, hey big boys, screaming on Netflix. Um, I felt uh, really sad. I-, I talked about this on a couple other podcasts, so I'm not going to bother you with it. I'm sure you heard it there, but um, it stunk. And then they pulled the plug on all the shows for nine to I think 12 shows for like three weeks and then uh and then we drove across country we have a podcast coming out of the drive across country it's me Dave my cousin Andrew and my bus driver Ron it is so fucking inappropriate but why is it inappropriate I don't think it'll register now that this is going on I don't think outrage is going to happen now that this is going on Ron is just Ron Ron's just being Ron. Just fucking being Ron. So anyway. Would you say Ron is a woke person? No, 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 no. He's in a he's in a coma. He's in a coma? <laughs> yeah, his coma started in nineteen ninety seven. And oh, that's yeah? where yeah, that's where his yeah. He's he's a hot button. If it comes to race, man, Ron's on you. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. But when it comes to absolutely everything else, <laughs> Ron <laughs> It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a really interesting podcast. We'll definitely have to edit parts of it out. You think so? Yeah, we got pulled over in the middle of it. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got pulled over in the middle of it, and and yeah, and so and by the way, it's it's uh, that's not today's podcast. Wait, how was Ron on the podcast and driving? Yeah, that's a great point. I he was on the podcast while driving. Yeah, he just grabbed a mic and held a mic and drove. Oh my god. Yeah, probably didn't speak into it all that well. Anyway, Wait. I just want to tell everyone uh, if you're, I got Doctor Drew coming on. I've been dealing with some OCD shit. Just a little. Just a little bit. Uh, I had Halston wipe his dirty hands off this computer. <laughs> you're so bad. Um, I'm not comfortable with Leanne having guests on the podcast and talking into my mic. I think that might I be. think you were my guest. I know, but next week. You're talking next to your week, mic. Next week. Next I don't week. have anybody scheduled. Um, we got some good ones coming up. Mike Becchione's coming up. Doctor Drew's coming up. We're doubling down on podcasts. Uh, Bill Burt has got podcasts coming up. Tom and I are talking about going every week because, uh, look, we're just like you. We're holed up in the house. Leanne's a very strict um, about rules. We talk about it on Leanne's podcast. Leanne's got a podcast coming out this week with me and Georgia where we go over what great movies to watch while we're while you're on quarantined. Quarantine. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to take a positive angle. There's so much. Clearly, all the facts and all the negative and all the panic that's happening with the coronavirus has its place. But I think there is a place to take advantage of the time where you're sequestered with your kids and enjoy some of it, especially 
you know, not to the point of oblivion that other people are suffering or struggling. Obviously, that's part of life. But some of some of what can happen during this time is that you can spend some quality time with the people you care about because you're not going anywhere. You're stuck in, you know, basically in four walls together. So why not take advantage of that? And stream some movies. It doesn't cost anything if you're already paying for Netflix. You don't, you know, you're not paying for anything extra. Um, we just thought we'd talk about what to do while everybody's stuck together. Listen to podcasts and watch right. some movies. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah. That's my wife at the party this week. Yeah, that's her wife at the party. It's a fun one. Her, Our friend Heidi Hemstreet, who lives in Aspen, hit us up and was like, hit Leanne up and was like, yo, Listen, love the podcast. I would love if you did one about movies. So when we were here with the girls, we'd love some hints on movies. And we went down all the movies we loved. It was really a fun podcast. It was super fun. I was yeah. a little distracted, but anyway. That's okay. I got a brisket out there waiting, and I'm worried that Izzy's going to come in and fucking jump on it and take it down. <laughs> the wolf we live with. Ugh, ugh, the fucking dog. <laughs> I pity the coyotes that come into our yard with this damn wolf. By the way, Stupid. if they if they had ever met Izzy, they would have never quarantined us. They'd be like, no, 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 no. You're good. You can't live with that dog. Look at this fucking idiot. Just strobing around. Anyway, uh, that's what's going on with me. No tour dates to announce uh, as of yet. We will announce tour dates for the fall. We are planning everything, business as usual, starting in the fall, starting in the summer, really, in June. Mm -hmm. um, you know, government pending to pick this tour right back up. All tickets will be valid for the reschedules. And and if you have any questions, hit up the hit up. That's why I always say don't go to third party promoters, get them through burpurpurp.com. I, I've been using that number, 208, 323-208-0844 uh, to alert everyone of anything going on with me, anything, you know, it's been a fun number to use and I've been replying to as many people as possible. I got, today I got 45,000 replies. What? So I could not reply to everyone. You but got 45,000 text messages? I got messages? a lot of replies. But thank you everyone. I Let me say this Jeez. very directly. Thank you everyone who has given me positive feedback regarding my special i have done no press for it usually when you do a special you are so overwhelmed with press that you are not thinking about feedback you're just trying to get through the press this is the first time in my life i've done a special i woke up and i was like i wonder what i'm doing today it yeah. was very disarming and it made me feel uncomfortable it made me feel like i was fucking up in a relationship it made me feel like i was fucking up mm -hmm. because i wasn't and i and i and i was I just felt handcuffed and I got online and I read a few positive things people had written and people have texted me. People have texted me my 323-208-0844 number. I've read a ton of them. I can't reply to all of them. All those positive things you've said about my pod, about my special. Hey, big boy. They mean so much to me. You'll never know because I don't really have, I'm kind of in the thick of it. Like I'm in the thick of emotion because I can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping people watch it. I'm hoping people like it but I can't do anything about it. So I just want to say, I, I know that some of you watch it and go, that oh, was great, and you don't do anything. And by the way, don't I don't need anything. Just want to thank everyone who reached out. You'll never know how much it means. I've always said this, I've always said this. When I do these theaters and you guys give me a standing ovation or laugh as hard as you do, you'll never know how much it means to me. I am genuine about that. You'll never know. So thank you, just thank you. Thank you very much. Um, 
Without further ado, let's get to the podcast. Let's do it. Today's podcast is fucking amazing. This is obviously before anything was going down, so there will be no mention of the coronavirus, so do not worry about that. We can get your mind off of it. That's what these podcasts should be for. Let's Look, Tom Skirt and I are not experts on the coronavirus. We will not be spending two bears, one cave talking about the stupid coronavirus. I am not going to be spending the time talking about that on this podcast, unless I have Dr. Drew. I'll probably bring it up a couple times. Anyway, probably going to talk more about me not drinking for eight weeks. Anyway. <laughs> um that's what these should be and then my special just disappear get out of your head we're all watching cnn all day long watching numbers grow just get that's what this entertainment should be get your mind off it and that is what you're getting today this is one of the best comics in the game without a doubt without a fucking doubt he is a, one of my few friends and i can count him on i can count him barely using all the fingers on my hand first hand who does stadiums he does arenas he is amazing we became Closer late, lately, and and I absolutely love him. I got to be dead honest with you. I I'm, I'm, I kind of want to like have him and his son over for dinner one night because it's still under ten people, and <laughs> and and uh, because I love his Instagram, I, I everything about this guy. I, we bust balls online nonstop on Instagram. He is the only reason I've ever flown in a private jet, and I've just paid for it so that I could show it to him. And we did slow mos for it. He's got a fantastic podcast called The Koi Pond. His special, Coming In Hot, is one of the best specials Netflix came out with. And uh, and I'm very proud to call him my friend. He's a really nice person. One of the sweetest dudes in the world. Yeah, he's really one nice. One of the sweetest dudes in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Joe Koi. This is... Yo, congrats on your movie. Is it done? No, 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 not even close. Well, what are you shooting? Oh no, that was the that was the that was my Netflix series. Yes. That's oh, done. nice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's done. done. That's done. That's done. And, 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 Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Dude, we invited friends. You. Yeah, we invited you. Oh, you did? Yeah, we invited everyone. Ah, oh, fuck my Dude, bad. Any, trust me when I say Netflix. Anyone who had a big pop on Netflix was their first. Like everyone's schedule, just no one linked up. Yeah, it was crazy. No, I actually they did say you reached out. Yeah, I've reached out to everyone. I've yeah. reached out to all of my friends. Yeah. Um the uh it, it's funny too because um you know, it not say this sounds crazy, but like I'm not super tight with Delia. Like we know each other, but yeah. but but we're, and we'll talk and we'll bullshit. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking kind of bent over backwards for me every fucking time I've asked him to do something. He's oh, like nice. 100%. It's interesting because I think I'm a little bit of a flake for people. Yeah. Like, I think oh, I'm... Hold on, can I confirm yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're 100% a flake. I am a hardcore fucking flake. Yeah, hardcore fucking flake. Uh, do not respond to texts. I do not respond to texts very well. The fucking worst response. I uh, am horrific. But guess who responds to your texts? Uh, Joe Coy. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> what a shit you are. I am horrible. I am fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying. But when you do respond, it's a delight. You know what it is? I get anxiety. I get anxiety about responding. Can I tell you one thing though? Yeah. This is the cool thing about you. Like sometimes I'll just hit you randomly, right? Because I want to fuck with you on the road. Yeah. And and you won't respond, rightfully so. It's a fucking horrible time. You're probably somewhere where the 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 hours are off. You know, you're you're probably three hours ahead, and, and so I get it, right? But the times that you do respond are the crucial times I want you to respond. Oh, for real? It's the craziest thing. Like when I when I did that surprise, I did this thing for like these this high school oh, class. Oh yeah, when you called me? Yeah, it was a high yeah. school class and the teacher was like 
she's teaching stand-up comedian, uh, teaching stand-up comedy, and you know they're 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 and they they they're studying me and studying you. And then she reached out to me, and I was like, "Look, don't tell the kids. I'll fly out. Yeah. I'll fly out, and I'll just do like Q and A and do whatever." And I went there, and uh, it was just a bunch of kids in high school. And uh, I go, "Who are some of your favorite comics?" They were naming off, and they and they go, "Do you know Kreischer?" Well, no, they knew I knew you because they, they yeah. saw on Instagram. They were like, uh, "How's Kreischer?" I go, "I don't know. You want to ask him?" And literally, I think I texted you, and I was like, "Pick up." Yeah. Right. And then I I, I Facetimed, and it was for the kid. They went ape shit. Any fa- this is kind of crazy. I am more apt to answer a FaceTime than I am a text. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, FaceTime, I feel like, oh, it's real. Yeah, we yeah, want to yeah. talk. This means you know something. who FaceTimed me the other day? Russell Peters. Oh, nice. That was the first time I really, really ever recognized where you were going in this business was talking to um, Russell's brother. Oh, uh, Clayton. Uh, Clayton Peters. That guy, man, he makes me laugh so fucking hard. Which one, Clayton or Russell? Clayton. Both of them. Together. Clay- together. Dude. Is they ridiculous. make me giggle so fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember him telling me just he was like predicting how big you were gonna be. <laughs> Did you think it was gonna happen like this? I didn't think it was gonna happen like this. I hate saying that too. No, I know. I, like, I, I, I didn't. And because or... I just saw an interview you did, and you said they said, "What did it feel like?" You said, "I feel like I've been on the edge of the cliff forever, yeah. and now I feel like I'm flying." Yeah, it's so funny, man. It's. I think so much in our in our business, people want people do want to see people fail. Yeah, and then the people who succeed are simply people who want to watch other people succeed and be inspired. One hundred percent. Like I, I, I don't understand that, and I, and I know why you you gasped a little when you tried to say it because you wanted to be careful saying it. Yeah, but we do. We literally live in this small community, and and you know, and I know that there's there's these they 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 thrive to see you not succeed, and I just don't. But what's crazy is those people that thrive on people that don't succeed are are not succeeding because they're yeah. concentrating on other people not succeeding. I That's heard, where they spend their energy. I was at the store one night. This is a hardcore secret time. I was at the store one night in the back <laughs> bar and I'm working on my set. Yeah. And this is when I have my hour pretty dialed in. I'm just going in to work on a few jokes. And it's quiet in there. No one's in there. I'm not drinking. And I hear it in the back back porch, smoking porch, I hear a bunch of guys talking shit about me. No. Yeah, just destroying me. By the way, very accurate statements too. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh, destroying me. Just like, just like, I don't fucking get it. Like, and by the way. But what but but what don't you get? Let since we, we have it out. Yeah. What what don't you get? There's about I want you to know they're watching this. Oh yeah, they're definitely watching 100 this. One hundred million percent they're and watching. They this. they kind of know that I know who they are. Yeah. Because I, they don't know this. They don't know. They don't know that I'm admitting that they were talking shit about me and that I was listening to it. Yeah. But at the end, before I went out to do my set, I walked out to the back port, port, smoking porch and said, "Hey guys!" And everyone was like, "Oh, hey, Bert." <laughs> <laughs> but they were saying, they were saying, uh, you know, you shouldn't even put it out there. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was. Well, no. Their statement. All we was need that, to know is that that they were talking shit. Like, because yeah. I'm not going to agree with anything they say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. it's all just hate, and it comes from a negative spot. But, but it's. I thought to myself, none of them are, are are super successful. No, none of them are even funny. Let's and just be. Let's just be quite honest. They're a, not funny. A lot of them. A lot of them are very bitter. Very, very angry, and I understand their anger. I actually empathize with their anger a lot more than I think they'd ever imagine that I empathize with their anger. You know, I. I'm, I don't. I. I 
I, I really don't. I tell you why. I'll tell you okay, why. Okay, you can tell me why, and I'll tell you why I don't. And I and I and I see the same drive in you too. Oh, oh, because yeah. they don't. It, it, yours is fucking. You taught me shit when you came on my pod, and I was like, oh, what? I gotta yeah. do that. And then you don't think I look at your shit and Dude. like follow the leader? Like that's what you do. You 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 don't you don't hate something that's successful. You can hate it. Like you can hate whoever the fuck you want to hate, yeah. but appreciate the success and the drive and yeah. know that the opportunity is there. There's, oh, that person can do it. What did that person do? Even though I hate them, what did that person do to get there? And let me yeah. follow it. Because they're setting Puffy said it best. I'm sorry to interrupt. I know no, this no, no. Pod, this is Puffy, what I want to hear. Puffy said it best. Puffy goes, I don't need to fucking tell you how I did it. It's there. He put it on his eye. He said it on Instagram. That's Quit fucking, fucking asking me how to get here. I showed you. Yeah. It's documented. It's fucking documented. Quit fucking asking me. Yeah. I was fired and I went and fucking found uh, Biggie and I fucking found Craig Mack. I put my own money. I produced it. I, I fucking did it. You you know how to do it. Yep. It's there. Yeah. So quit fucking asking me. It's it, people that are bitter and spiteful and want to like throw shade and hate. It's because they can't do what we do. And they're lazy. They're lazy people. I think they're I think lazy is a number one is an accurate statement. I'm going to I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. Okay. This is where bitterness rests. And I know this. Yeah. Because when I got fired from Travel Channel, but hold on, hold on. By the way, I have no idea who we're talking about. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 about. Yeah, yeah. I'm just venting because I know it's in our community and, it's, and, yeah. and I really don't give a shit. It's hardcore in our community. Yeah. When I got fired from Travel Channel and I started working at the store like regularly and trying to like get ready to do a special and then I think I ended up doing the machine and the machine didn't pop. The, yeah. the, the it uh I don't know where the, but it didn't pop. It just kind of like sat there. And, and then there was this period of time where I wasn't working, but I was going to the store and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing with myself? There was a time where you, it, it's, I, I've, I've referred to this often as, as, uh, as survivor's guilt. Yeah. Um, where I was that guy that some, where, where the, the guys that are at the top level that are working at the top level in a weird way it's almost like they don't want to hang out with the infected the the like they're like hey man i i uh, oh shit uh i'm, I'm just using broad names rogan's here david spade's here um i'm gonna i'm gonna go hang out with them chris D'Elia, whitney i'm gonna go hang out with them and then you come over and you don't have anything going on in your career and they're like they'll give you like some like airtime like hey man how you doing you know that's good seeing you oh hey joe 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 can i talk to you for a second yeah, and yeah, they'll yeah. walk away from you or they'll look over your shoulder to see who's around that they could talk that's better than you i do understand that uh -huh. i understand that because that happened to me for uh, i thought that was going to be my life where like the special didn't pop and i was at a travel channel didn't know what i was doing i was super funny and i would murder but no one's sitting in the room to watch me because I'm not Joe Rogan, David Spade, nor McDonald. I'm just this guy, Burt Kreischer, who takes his fucking shirt off. Yeah. And so I understand the the frustration because had that maybe, now maybe, your argument is very accurate. I am not that guy who would allow that frustration to dictate my energy. Yeah. I am someone who says, I am better than this. I look at, I remember distinctly, and I've said this a lot, I remember at that time, Chris D'Elia got, we were looking at cars. Chris D'Elia got the A6, I think, Audi that was on the showroom floor. Yeah. He, was, he got the showroom floor car. Yeah. I saw him plopping it. 
I remember looking at that car, looking at the price tag and going, um, that's definitely not my budget. Yeah. Like, and now some guys see that and go, fuck that guy. I looked yeah. at it and I was like, Dude, I can't imagine getting to a place where you can just get whatever car you want. I can't yeah. imagine that. At the time we had a distinct budget. And I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to just work harder. When I get up tomorrow, I'm going to shoot a video. I'm going to, um, I'm going to try to sell tickets for this weekend. I'm going to start working on videos. I'm going to edit videos. I'm going to learn how to edit. I'm going to, I'm going to really, I remember really saying i'm going to focus on my podcast yeah like i'm going to really focus on my podcast so i think you're right i think some of these guys some guys they they, just, they lay they, they they lay down they make their bed and lay instead of just getting out of bed fixing the bed yeah and build the house you have energy though you have like can, okay can i say something about how you're saying with the big boys right let me yeah. let me tell you like any of these people that are out there like within our community and they're bitter or whatever it is like oh my god i'm so bitter. Oh, yo the reason why he blew up is because of this you know what i mean oh the christ that's, oh that's what they're oh, by the way that's he, what they're saying oh they're, he pulls the bitter- off his fucking shirt i don't get it like okay yeah yeah listen uh, let, one that's fucked up because don't don't ever whatever someone does as uh because i always say this about comedy it's so many different genres yeah you know what i mean there's rap there's country you know yeah. what i mean there's rock there's classical it's the same thing with comedy yeah. You know what I mean? There, there's physical, there's there's puppets, there's singers. They're saying, yo, comedy's comedy. It's it's subjective. Whoever thinks that's funny, that's your audience. Yeah. I'm not taking anybody from you. And you're not taking anybody from me. Right. But we're we're in this, we're in the comedy club. That's it. But talk about like where there's an opportunity to be bitter. I remember seeing Chris D'Elia at the haha. And I'm 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 crushing on the road. I'm I'm like selling out like five shows, you know, all five shows sold yeah, out. Whatever. I remember those days. And, and, and charging I, extra for yeah, the front seats. I yeah, remember those man, days. All that I, shit. Don't man. I've always been a fan. <laughs> Thank you, man. Double weeks. I would do double weeks and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then uh and I saw Chris, you know, he's at the he's at the ha ha. It's like maybe two years in. He's like two years, literally. He's only been doing stand up maybe two or three years, right? And I, and he got off stage and I go, Hey man, you wanna go on the road with me? And he's like, yeah, I love it. Boom, we're on the road. This fucking dude is killing in front of me, man. Yeah. Packed houses, crushing. I'm following, dude. I, I would fuck with him. I, you know, he would crush him. I'm like, yo, watch this, man. I'm going to make sure they forget your name. <laughs> is what, that's what I'm supposed to do. I would do it, and he would get so mad. Oh, come on, man. Like, he was the best. He was my favorite opener, man, yeah. uh, 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 for obvious reasons. He's a fun guy. He's such a fun guy. He's, he's a beautiful man. Uh, and, and then, uh, now here's the bitter part. You know what I mean? Because when I got him, when I got him to open for me, I was 24 years in. Yeah. 24 years in when I got him, right? Or maybe less. Maybe whatever. 22 years in, whatever. What am I now? I'm 30. So yeah, 21 years. I'm 31 years in now. I got him 10 years ago, right? So uh so then uh so now now he's opening for me. And then all of a sudden, uh he 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 books undateable. So now he's not with me anymore, or something like that, right? He's now yeah. he's not on the road with, with me. me. Yeah, that with Whitney. He gets yeah. Whitney and then you know he's, he starts to blow up. And he's like and literally and very quickly say, everyone realizes, oh, he's a really good actor too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's everything. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> 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 Go fuck yourself, Chris. Uh he's good looking too. <laughs> uh so uh, <laughs> uh he blows up, right? I'm still on the road. Yeah. Then he gets a Netflix special. Then he gets another Netflix special. Mm-hmm. While this is happening, I'm calling Netflix and they're saying no to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
Like, and, and no way am I bitter because he deserved it. Yeah. Like, I didn't be like, I, I didn't get online and go, fuck Chris D'Elia. He was so open from me. He got there are people who special. subscribe to the fact that there should be rules in place. Yeah. There are people that go, there should be rules. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I worked the door. Yeah. That's how I got to be a paid regular. I deserve a Bert Netflix never special. worked the door. That yeah. there are. That was Tommy, the guy that fucking used to run the store. Yeah. You need to park cars, buddy. And I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I have no. a TV show. Yeah, um, you think I'm going to come here and park cars at night, be away from my family, and then go out and shoot? Are you what? out of your fucking, you out of your mind? fucking mind? And he's like, "Well, then you just aren't going to work here." And no then, shit. Uh, yeah, that's what he said to me. And I was like, "I guess I won't." Nah. And then I just waited for him to get caught stealing. Yes, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> you put it out there. Yeah, that's in the Matrix now. Yeah, fuck it. But I, but when he blew up, I could have. I you know you choose. Yeah. You choose, right? Like those people choose to talk shit about you instead of like learning from you. Because look at you. You're a likable guy. You're approachable. You, yeah. you, you share your knowledge. Like, why won't you do that? That's your fault. You want to be mm -hmm. bitter and you want to sit in the fucking back and talk shit. Then you're always going to be sitting in the back talking shit. Yeah. Or you can walk up to Bert and go, yo, man, how do you do it? Tell me. Just get let. What is it? And you're, you're going to operate like, and the same thing could have happened with Chris. I could have been like, yo, fuck Chris D'Elia. How did, how did Netflix give him spell and not me? I'm the one that got him on the road. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the one that discovered him. Where was Netflix when I'm the one that discovered him? I am like, what? No, I didn't yeah. do that. Instead, I fucking saw instead, the opportunity. You made your own special. Made it myself. Took it, sold it to Netflix. And it was one of the biggest specials of the fucking year. Thank you. That was, I, I remember that distinctly. They were like, not all. It's, it's not it's not called aggregations what's it called Aggr algorithms no 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 the when they when they uh, no uh, not all acquisitions acquisitions turn, i'm stupid all not all acquisitions turn out like this i said what and they said oh he shot his special produced his own special uh sold it to us and it's one of the biggest it's bigger than our netflix originals and you're like oh yeah that was crazy because because they actually I, made it a netflix original yeah because but because you you made it on your own yeah 100 and all of it and i sat back there on that couch on the outside when netflix called and they were like hey we want to offer you a half hour and i went i think i think i'm better i, I think i can do i want better for an hour i want to do the hour and they're like yeah. well we can't offer you that really and yeah and i said and i remember thinking joe coy made his own and it was amazing and it was undeniable rogan kept saying to me he kept saying um you have to be undeniable he kept saying that over and over and i kept going like Rogan's so frustrating sometimes because he'll give you advice and you'll just go like, you'll go, I don't, I'm, I don't know how to do that. Like, I, like, like, like you're saying, Puffy would tell you this is how to do it. And Rogan's saying, just be undeniable. Everyone has to say you're the best they've ever seen. And I remember sitting out there going, Joe's special proves he was undeniable. And I remember going, I'm going to pass on the half hour. And uh, Tom and, and Ari both said that was a mistake. They said you need to get into the system. It's a, it's better to be on the platform than not on the platform. And I thought, I know this hour that I have is undeniable. I know it's amazing. Um, I will do what Joe did. I will shoot it. And I remember thinking, what's special about yours that isn't special about other people's? And I don't mean, I mean, I don't hope this no it doesn't come out the wrong way. So a lot of people shoot specials who can't sell tickets. That is, I think, a mistake. It's it's where technology. Oh, surpassed the talent in this business yeah. so that people were shooting specials that couldn't sell tickets. So when you don't have your fans watching the show, yeah. then you're kind of at a deficit. You're performing for strangers. You're not getting your people there. Yeah. 
and you sold your tickets to your show and they were your fans and you had a fan base. So when your thing went out there, you were going, hey, I'm already ready to speak to at least, at least half a million people. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I can sell six shows at the Troc. I can shoot it myself. I can double down on myself. I can produce it myself. I'll pay for it myself. And then I'll sell it to Netflix. And 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 the I mean, last one that you just no, did? no 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 the uh, secret time that yeah that one no no that I ended up they ended up uh, reaching out and saying we want to do a special they I passed and then they came back and they're like all right uh, we want to do a special and I was like for real and they're like yeah we want to do an hour and I was like all right let's do an hour that's crazy bro yeah. I did not know that yeah 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 I I remember sitting there going it was a, it was the connective tissue of Joe Rogan saying being undeniable and watching your special and it being undeniable and going that is what you do you be undeniable you make the product you say this is the this is what i got and then you deliver it to them and then they go okay we were wrong about that yeah and i i want to say Robbie or someone saw my saw me do an hour somewhere and was like oh okay let's do let's do let's do a yeah it was definitely special. Robbie yeah Robbie Robbie's been a fo- Robbie and, and Joanne Joanne have been fucking saints to me. Yeah, real the best. Real like like really 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 fucking. And they want the best. And man, I've shot specials where they're like, okay, is it done? Joanne gave me the greatest fucking note on this last special, the greatest fucking note, and it was one line that I had pulled out for time. She was like, I like the line, and I put it back in. Oh, I'm getting chill bumps on the last show. She comes up, and she goes, hey, there's a line you've been missing all week, and told me the line, and I went, all right, you're right. She goes, you did it in LA. I don't know if it was a throwaway, but it was my favorite line. What? And I threw it back in. Yeah. Last minute. Last minute. And it and that and was it from made, Joanne. Yeah, it was from Joanne. That's yeah. so cool. Those guys have been fucking awesome, man. Yeah, man. They really are a great, a great home to work with. Mm-hmm. But 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 what was your what was your leap? Like, I'm always fascinated. And I know this is really inside baseball. And I know if you're listening, you're like, Bert, we don't really give a fuck. But like, I always say the leap. I was just talking to Steve O yesterday. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, hey, man, explain the difference between a weekend and a theater. Yeah. And I was like, well, a theater is one whole weekend in one night. Yeah. Possibly two weekends in one night. Yeah. Because your first leap to theaters is like 1,200 seaters. Now, that is theoretically in most funny bones, that's your whole weekend. Yeah. But what was your trajectory when did you did you start going to theaters before your netflix special i was doing uh that's why i shot it in seattle because there were certain like markets where i was like oh i can get a theater and it was always seattle and uh there was another place that i could get it was only a couple but anyway seattle was one of them what year is this that's when i shot the special so 2016 yeah 16 2015 i shot 15 yeah and i I was like oh i can definitely sell that more theater because i've done it before yeah it's a great theater yeah it's an amazing theater and then uh but (laughs) after that special dropped man it was it was over yeah it was like that was the leap that was that's that's that that was the final push that that helped me get to that next place crazy it was crazy it's crazy i I remember when the, the special dropped and then uh like you know, I had my other, I had my improv dates already locked. You know what I mean? But, uh, but there was a different energy in the room, man. It was completely different. <laughs> what? Let's run. I know. I, I thought this is. By the way, this is also what's wrong with me. All those people that are angry, if they could experience that once, just once, all the anger would go away, yeah. and they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Because 
it is a weird feeling to go from like lost, confused, not know where you're going, to then one day walking into a fucking improv when the energy's changed. Yeah. And it's and it's it's not you just walking right through the bar at the Columbus Funny Bone and no one saying hi to you. It's <laughs> yeah. it's like oh or shit. Or pissing next to the guy. Yeah. In, oh shit, the, man, the that's urinal. your dick. That's your dick, man. I just saw his dick. Like it is it's crazy when the energy changes. <laughs> So I wish true. every single comic, I wish every single comic that started stand up, that stuck with it, got to feel it. Yeah, because it. I mean, this. This. I remember. Week, I remember saying to. I remember saying to an audience, "Why are you guys here?" I said that too, <laughs> and they were like, "For you." I was like, "Wait, hold on. Wait, what is? Is this like a corporate event?" Yeah, that's and they were funny. like, "Oh, that's when you knew it was starting to take off." When I, when I was like, I was in, I was in uh, New Jersey. I was like, "Why are you guys here?" And they're like, "We're here for you." Oh, so man. who sent you? I go, where did you guys hear me on Rogan? And they're like, no. They, I was like, where? And they're like, the machine story. I was like, shut the fuck That's up. That's cool, man. And I was, I said, oh, I'm so bad. I retired that story. That's, I, I was, that was the beginning. That was four years ago in January. I said I was going to retire it forever. And they were like, nah, bro. You're telling that fucking story. <laughs> fucking told it every night for the fucking last four years of my life. <laughs> That's so good. Well, so where was that? walk me through the first like weekend where it the first weekend where you're like it was a bray improv oh wow and it was crazy it was right after oh, live from seattle yeah not, not the new one they have now uh i can't remember if it was new yet i, I, I can't remember can't i just remember what the I, maybe it was like. old i can't remember i just remember walking did it in. smell like shit in the middle of your set <laughs> that, yeah. do you remember the fucking yeah at a certain time the sewers would back up yep. they'd have to tape the drains in the bathroom it was bad <laughs> uh but that was my favorite room though that was a great room i love that bray improv i mean i love the new one too but yeah. man there was something special about that other one the other one was just it just played right but uh i remember just feeling the energy when i walked in i was just like this this feels like a whole new set of fans here you know how usually yeah. you walk in and you're like, okay, yeah, it's the same, yeah, it's the same feeling. This one felt weird, and then my whole, and then and then all the the, the whole year was sold out. It just sold out the whole year. And then we put on uh, Hawaii. We we just wanted to try one theater in Hawaii. Uh, it was called the Blaisdell, the Blaisdell Theater, and we and we blocked out like two days. We were gonna do four shows, so we were gonna strategically sell it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we were gonna sell the late, sh uh, the early show on both and then come back with the lates right yeah right, yeah duh right that's how you do it right uh well anyways we, we were doing that we, we were planning out a strategy on how to just in case you know maybe we'll sell the late show tickets first and then we'll hit them with the the early show you yeah. know what i mean because the late shows are harder to sell like we were literally literally trying to plot it out because we never played that many theaters in hawaii before and after the special we wanted to see what we could do and uh we literally put it on sale and it sold out in like one minute right oh. and then we were like what the fuck just happened so we 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 opened up the other show one minute and then the second show, uh third show it was like an hour <laughs> fourth show an hour then the, now the blazeels calling us and they're like do you want to add like a wednesday and i'm like yeah and then that's it's fucking hawaii yeah <laughs> it was crazy man what did you and what did you you did your last special in hawaii correct i had to because of that what was what, that, what, i broke the record there it was like twenty four thousand or something like that. Twenty four thousand tickets, and then and then so I shot the the special there, and then we went back again and did two arenas. <laughs> I mean that's just I mean, I would love I would two love. arenas in a round. It was nuts. Mid roll reads. 
Mid-roll reads. What are they? These are mid-roll reads. This podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. According to ZipRecruiter research, nearly three quarters of employers are saying that they find it hard to fill open positions and they've tried just about everything. 68% of employers have raised their wages. 23% of employers have increased their benefits. Look, if you have a difficult role to fill, no matter what your industry, hire with ZipRecruiter. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BurkCast. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the top job sites, but they don't just stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. You can even add screening questions to your job listing so you can filter candidates and focus on the best ones. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day to try ZipRecruiter for free. My listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. Z-I-P-R-E-C. R-U-I-T-E-R dot com slash B-E-R-T-C-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hims. Listen, there's a thing men don't like to talk about. It's a common issue that face men. And if you think long and hard about it, you know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. 40% of men by the age of 40 struggle not to be able to keep or maintain or even get an erection. Did you know that? No, I didn't know it was that high of a percentage. I know for a fact that lately I feel like I haven't been myself. And a lot of guys, this happens too, they turn to weird solutions. They do either nothing or they can turn to these expensive pills or injections. No man wants to get an injection in his junction, in his junk. Does that make sense? No, yeah. If you go to Hims right now, you can discover the tiny pill worth a big celebration. For Hims is one-stop shopping for hair loss, skincare, sexual wellness, and I absolutely love them. I know that I deal with hair loss. I've been dealing with hair loss since I was 21 years old, and I jumped in front of the bus, and that stopped hair loss. Now at 40, I feel like I'm dealing with some ED-type problems, Mm -hmm. and it's better for me to have this conversation online. I do not want to go to a doctor. And Hims was started by a guy who knew that some men would rather have a conversation online than go to a doctor. These are well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions that help you combat ED. Prescriptions backed by science and made more affordable. Stop worrying about multiple in-office doctor visits. No painful injections like other treatments. This is so easy. Answer a few medical questions about your medical history and chat with the doctor online for confidential review. If approved by that doctor, the products are shipped directly and discreetly to your door. Being your best means performing at your best with the best part of yourself, my wife. Aww. I want to be my best. So perform your best. This is so easy. Try Hymns today and start out with a free online visit. Go to forhymns.com slash ed. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash burtcast ed for hymns.com slash burtcast ed prescription products are subject by to a doctor approval and require an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate see website for full details and safety informations literally this would cost you hundreds if you went in person or to a doctor's office or to a pharmacy remember that's for 
slash BurtCast ED. <laughs> I would love the opportunity to do arenas. I mean, I wanted I think, you to come on this forum. Oh, dude, I, 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 I was, was on the road. I was on the road. I would have in a fucking heartbeat. I'm, that you, forum, that forum is like, is you know, you. For me, it was like do the Wilbur was like a big thing because yeah. I knew people could do the Wilbur, and I was terrified of it. Yeah, and um, and then and then now, I I noticed that if I really lock down on a city and focus on it with promotions. You can, it just it just hammers away and you just keep selling tickets yeah i would love to i would love to do an arena you, i would love to i would love man, to see, i would love to out. feel the energy i would love to do an arena i i we'd i'd spoken with joe and tom yeah. about doing it tom and i had talked about doing it i would love to do it with someone but i would obviously i would love i think you could do it on your own i don't know i mean i think maybe after this next special or maybe after the series or maybe after the movie but i but i think that's so cool i really I do think, think it's i think cool. you should save the arena for just yourself and not and that's don't what, do it. Don't what, do it with a. a that's what a Tom said. That's what Tom said. He's yeah, like, man. Because you like, are. Yeah. You're. You're. You're there. You're already there. Mm -hmm. But like, dude, just imagine when the movie drops and I mean the series drops. We'll like, see, we'll and then it, it's just your your act is. You don't want to so count your chance before you the, hatch. But I look, do. Hey, look. Hey, look. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. It's, I I love calling myself out and checking myself and, and and putting it out there. Put it out there, man. My wife's like that. My wife goes. That's how I got this fucking man cave. My wife goes, you want a man cave? You tell people you want a man cave. Yes. You t when I you love your out, wife. Put out that energy and you get what yeah, you put man. in the universe. Yeah, man. You don't want to, you, when you tell people something, then you can't fail. I mean, you can't. Yeah. When you keep it to yourself, it's like, fuck it, I'll fail. I, I knew it. You can say that to yourself. I knew it. Yeah. But when you put it out there, you're like, oh, fuck. What'd I say? Why'd I say that? You're online. <laughs> Come on. Just get the tickets, but. <laughs> Those, that was the greatest moment of my career was that forum. Well, I did two. I did two of them. So wait, walk me through the last, well, I guess, like, couple months of your life have been really fucking insane. It's insane. Like, I mean, like, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think everyone maybe knows the weight of it, but like, and, and it's, and you, it's not fair to compare other comic to comic because people, it's, it, it's just not it's just not right it's not there's no way to do it but but you're selling more tickets in these markets than like anyone <laughs> like i'm, I'm i mean nuts. like more than like literally anyone and it's i mean just jaw-dropping two, two shows at the forum i don't know who's done two shows at the forum that was crazy man that and then and that then, shit sold out six I, months ago i texted you well, San Francisco was thirty six thousand tickets. That shit, that was crazy because one was on a Thursday, 36. like that. And I remember how scared I was when they said they wanted to do it on Thursday. I was like, "What are we doing, you guys?" Like San Diego. Was, oh, that was nuts. I mean, <sighs> San Diego is crazy. It. So, what's the experience like of doing one of these? Like, like when you do say, "What was the was the biggest San Francisco or San Diego?" uh san francisco okay so walk me through san francisco like I, I'm, I'm talking very beginning to very end i want to know your your agent calls up and says listen we're going into san francisco this year and we're thinking of playing the fucking no i said it really yeah that one i saved i, I knew that was going to be mine really oh yeah because i was doing 18 cobs yeah like 18 and it's fucking so stupid I'm like 18 cobs and then going back like within the calendar year, like in 10 months. Really? And playing another 18. So why and, were you doing And playing San Jose and playing 
uh, uh, Sacramento and playing uh, just all the surrounding cities that that draw. Yeah, from the same market, but yet I was selling eighteen here, seventeen there. Like it didn't make any sense. So we were like, well, let's just. St- I-, I said, let's stay out of Cobbs and San Jose, and uh, and let's just go for Chase, and we play Chase. <laughs> Look, I know it sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, it, it's just it's. it's, I'm, it's I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying just, the moment too. Yeah, you're allowed to enjoy the moment. Yeah, and, and you're allowed to share it it's i think it i i think it's inspiring but like, what I look was at crazy that is it sold out it sold out in like two hours right That's and then crazy. and so we told chase um what what's the 14th who's on the because that was a saturday show and friday was the 14th february yeah. valentine's day which is the best day i go who's that they go oh it's a radio show there's a radio show we're doing like r&b and all that it's like a package night like love you know what i mean like I go, oh, okay can, can we have it <laughs> because yeah. cause I, like we our momentum is crazy right now we just sold this out in like two hours and they were like no nah. and then they asked them and then they they were like no uh they didn't want to give it up and i'm like all right because they were selling tickets but it wasn't moving and then <laughs> and then so we go give us the thursday the show the day before it and the fucking thing sold out i mean we're talking about like that's like a it was like crazy man it's like you gotta like if you can just imagine like there, there's people sitting where the basketball basketball court is supposed to be mm-hmm. <laughs> like like that the warriors play there like what? the suite the suites were open like they they sold every ticket oh, in that I would fucking love place. to see a comedy show it was great i would have put you up it was so crazy because we had a fallout and then the guy i replaced got sick Jimmy O Yang was supposed to, you know. Oh, he's yeah. fucking great. Yeah, and he got sick on the plane, and he didn't go up. And I'm like, oh my god, like it was so crazy. Like you would have. I might, I might, I, I might have had to stick st- stick through that, Jimmy. I, I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I, that's. I even told him. I was like, bro, you got to just at least bro, go it's up. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously, I, I didn't understand. But he 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 had like 103, whatever. I still yeah. would have went up. I would have gone up. I still would have gone up. <laughs> I went up in Columbus, uh, Columbus Funny Mode, and literally uh, piss was coming out of my asshole. <laughs> literally piss was coming out of my asshole. I had such bad food poisoning, like the kind where you, oh. uh, you, 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 you squirt out your ass and cough. And and squirt comes out like it was just coming out of every hole. I've been and I've I been still so, went up. I've been so sick on stage that one time in Richmond, <laughs> the guy, That's the guy moment. that picked me up at the airport, yeah. I was so fucking sick. He then went back to pick up Steve Byrne. Said, "Hey man, I don't want to be the one to tell you this, but your friend's not going to live very long." <laughs> Steve's like, what? And he goes, that guy is sick as shit. That's funny. I think he's got pneumonia, man. Uh, like, yeah, I've I've been, I've barreled through it, but I, but you know, I'm not shitting on Jimmy. I think Jimmy's a great guy. Yeah. He must have had a reason. I, but I, but what I think is, so I would have cool, loved for you to go up that night, oh, Hi, Yoda. It was that was so special. What did your, what how how's the, how's the growth? Yeah, been to watch through your son's eyes oh man it, you know when i got don't make him angry on comedy central i did this joke called ting ting where he plays with his dick because yeah, yeah, he yeah. always plays with his dick yeah and he painted it green and uh and uh and he hated it he fucking <laughs> hated it when people walked up to him 
he'd give him that the stinky eye like like don't say that to me because people would say it to him oh is this yeah. ting ting yeah and he'd be so fucking mad and he and he said i don't get it i don't get it dad what are you doing i don't even get it like he and he was being honest he's just a little boy he doesn't know what yeah. stand-up is so, and he used to hurt my feelings because he wouldn't come to the shows. I would beg him. I would have to buy like PlayStations. <laughs> Literally, I would have to tell the club, please buy a PlayStation. My son's coming. Like just so he'll sit in the green room because he does not want to come. Yeah. And I like I literally have to like beg him to come and find reasons to get him to come. And, and he just wasn't getting it. And I just and then and then my then my ex-wife got a new boyfriend who I love. He's great. His name's Gino Perez. You can look him up. He's an ex-skateboarder, street skater. He's fucking amazing. And now he does like clothing, right? And my son fell in love with him. And it was just, it was killing me, bro. Wow. Killing me because like literally like, oh, uh, Gino's teaching me how to do an Ollie, dad. He's oh teaching God. me how to do an Ollie. Oh, Gino got me a skateboard, dad. Dad, Gino, Gino made me these pants. You fucking zebra fucking pants. I hate them. <laughs> and I'm trying to buy him Jordans. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to wear the Jordans. And I was literally like, I was je- I wasn't jealous of Gino's relationship. I was I was jealous of my son's love for whatever Gino was doing. I was yeah. jealous of that because I don't think he understood what dad was doing and the sacrifice that dad was giving so that he could have this beautiful life. Yeah. And it was killing me, man. It was fucking killing me. And then and it wasn't until he was about 13, this is just recently, maybe 12, then my son started like, "Oh, I oh, my dad does stand up." And people think, oh, I get it. Like, oh, you're funny. I get it. And and then he's been coming around more and walking on stage more. Well, and- so I've seen I've seen like a, a real maturation of his just the way just like there was like a, a shyness of like get the oh come on, you know? To now he's like I saw him on I think he was on stage at the forum. Yeah. And he was just like like you yeah. could see like he was like Oh, he loved it. You know, there was this point where I told them to to take the wash lights and shoot them at the audience. You yeah. know what I mean? I go, t- I go take the wash and blow out the audience, right? And uh, and 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 w- when you're doing it through rehearsal, it's with a bunch of empty seats. You know what I mean? You're and you and you look at the the light guy. You go, oh, that yeah, that's perfect. I like that. But you don't know what it's gonna look like when they really do it. And when they blew out the audience, when I said good night, man, Bert, it was crazy, man. Even my son was like, Dad, that I got chills, man. He goes, It was so crazy, Dad. I, I didn't know that there was that many people. It was it was crazy. So that that was just like that moment I got to share with my son. It was so cool. It's, it's been cool to watch his like uh, you took him to the Philippines. Yeah. You took him to Hawaii. I was so happy to take him to the Philippines. Took him and all his cousins. You had like you had like a fucking straight up Filipino posse. Hell yeah. Flying private jets. Everyone yeah, was under sixteen. Yep. <laughs> yes it looked so fucking fun you do it to your kids too and i love it yeah yeah well uh, these are what we live for man i don't understand people that have money and don't and want to hoard it i don't there's no mall in heaven no there's there's no gucci in heaven you know what i mean like like we work hard to to make other people smile you know and 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 like give them your kids are, are living like the best life that you never had oh we like, almost, i don't even know what you had when you're a kid but i know it wasn't this no no. i know for these, a fact these kids it got this. it fucking nice got it they, nice they bro. saw you on the uh they saw you on the on the yacht and they're like yo dad we should get a yacht joe's joe coy's got a yacht dad <laughs> dad we'll do videos on a yacht like think Dude. about it because they 
in their brain, they think if dad shoots an Instagram video, it's a write-off. Yeah. So, and in their brain, they think write-off doesn't mean real money. Yeah. So they're yeah. like, dad, we'll get a yacht. Let's yeah. go to Malta. And I was like, what? <laughs> the fucking the mallorcan islands dad come on i was like guys there's a lot of fucking we don't even have a show there he's got a show at least in australia <laughs> that fucking yacht was so nice so sick literally did that for you it was so i, literally I was did that. i was one of you that was that's probably my favorite video you've ever done and i've loved all your videos yeah but i love that because yeah. it forced me to think like it forced me to go wait where is he what yeah. hotel's he in? Where, where's he? Go? What the? Oh shit! It's a fucking yacht. And dude, I have done as soon as you did that video. I think I did the tracksuits because I was like, yeah. I literally we were in fucking Utah. I was like, get us a private jet, get us tracksuits. <laughs> we're shooting a fucking video. The best comeback video ever. The best. The best. By the way, the best part of that video is Jesus Trejo banging banging his, his head. head. I was just about to say it. Before you even say anything, I was like, just just the reservoir dog slow-mo <laughs> and then the fucking the dumbass hitting his head on the top oh. of the, the jet. Just oh god, everything. I think didn't you guys do no, you didn't do push-ups in that. That was the other one. No, uh, I, oh yeah, we did push-ups in the other jet. Yeah, the other jet. I've but, only had two jets in my entire life, and they're both of them were so fucking expensive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so worth it, man. I would so fuck, worth I mean, it. like I Tom was the first one that was like that I knew that was like our level. That was flying private. He was the first one. He started doing it, and I was like, Tom. And he's like, look, it's a lot of money, but you get there. You're not sick. He was like, I was sick when I did it. It makes sense. He's like, can't do it for everything, but it makes sense on some things. Yeah, man. And then and then I was watching you. It was like, you were doing it even when it didn't make sense. You were like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, fuck it. I got to roll the dice once. <laughs> did it. And I was like, and I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. And yeah, then, man. That's so cool. Yeah. That I, video was so good, man. I I think I watched it like a million times. That's been the fun. We were, we were watching that on the bus. We were like, "Fucking Bert did it again." That was man. been the fun about about this is like, like even like when you post a video, Tom will text me. Joe's got a video up, and then <laughs> it's been the funnest part of comedy. Has been, it's like, do you remember? Like, there's no wait, way wait, that, wait. Can I just say something? Because I had like this thing. Because like, you yeah. just said that. Yeah. But like, it, this this is the bookend of this pod. Because what you're saying right now is exactly what we've been saying this throughout this whole pod. There's the guys that sit in the back room smoking and talking shit and not doing anything. And there's these three successful guys that are constantly trying to top one another and get to that next level. That's all that is, yeah. dude. Like, like literally, I, I get inspired by your videos. I don't look at anything else. Dude, when you did that dance inspired. video, when I saw you do that dance video, I, 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 I fucking text Gabriel Iglesias. And I was like, dude, we got to get them. <laughs> We gotta do a fucking big budget dance video. Uh, man, I want to tell you what it is, but it's gonna be so funny because it's so fucking ridiculous, and and we're gonna shoot it, dude. Angela Johnson hit me up. She goes, "Yo, I put a dance video out. Did you see it?" I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Of course I fucking saw it. You can really dance. She goes, "I can't really dance." I go, "Bullshit." Yeah, like she, dude. Well, that's another thing I love about you is that you went to Gabe's show at the Staples Center yeah. and celebrated him. Yeah. Like, as opposed to, and when you're doing two shows at the Forum, it still to me is like, it's like a love of the fucking game. Yeah, man. A love of the guys doing it. Yeah. Like, dude, I, dude, that's crazy. He sold out Staples, dude. That's fucking And insane. they went to Anaheim and did Honda. It's like, what? You're amazing. That's really crazy. And I love Gabe in here and he was like, He's like, yeah, you and Segura with those fucking videos. He's like, he's like, I'm afraid. He my loves it. Dude. Dude, well, he it texts me all the time. 
Like, like when you, uh, he's the one that told me about your dance video. Cause I was on the set. We were on the set together really? and I, he came up to me. He's like, did you see Bert's dance video? Like, <laughs> what? What? And then we were just all watching it on the set. Everyone was like laughing. Can I tell dying. you, the, can I tell you the video? I, and, then, I, oh, then, and then we were like, yo, he can really dance. <laughs> like he's hitting it. Like what? This is the video. Uh, I was going to make. I'm going to tell you about it because I By the can't. way, Segura's was amazing. Segura's was fucking. Holy shit. Oh, dude, that's the hardest I've ever fucking laughed was watching too, his. man. I was with him watching it for the first oh, time. And when he stabs he, you. He called me and he goes, don't. He, I'm driving the, to do two bears and he goes, don't get on your phone. I go, what? And he goes, just don't. Promise me you won't get on your phone until you get here. Please, I have a, pri- I have a surprise for you. And I was like, <laughs> okay. That was the best reveal. Oh, I'll best. tell you. I'll tell you that this is what I want to do so bad. And maybe I'll give it to Tom and Christina because I think they would be cool with it. Yeah. My wife is not cool with it. I wanted to hire two porn stars <laughs> who kind of look like us and make and release a sex tape. Yes. Where it's like, where we cheat it so that it's like the phone goes down, you see just some guy pounding some pussy yeah, yeah. and then flip it up and it's my wife's face. <laughs> but but you just, the edits and the swipe and then I go, babe, please. She goes, no, I'm not comfortable with that. And I'm like, please, we'll release it on April Fool's. We'll put it out. Oh my God, Bert, Christ, your sex tape's leaked. We'll, get, we'll leak it to TMZ. They fucking have your number. We'll leak it to them. I was like, please. She was like, no, I'm not fucking doing it. I was like, oh my God, that would be the greatest. That would be, be the greatest fucking that'd be the most April Fool's thing. video. God damn it. My nose. Give a tissue back there. Yeah, right here. Can we throw it to me? Um, I love I love coming up with ideas more. I could sit and think of ideas all fucking day. Yeah. It's like we were talking about getting hobbies. Sugar and I were talking about getting hobbies. And I was like, I don't fucking need a hobby. I make videos. <laughs> yeah, I man. That is comedy. our hobby. Our <sighs> life is a hobby. Yeah. I we're, like, we're, we're blessed with this. I'm lucky enough to fly, fucking fly around the world, drive around a bus, and dick around with my friends. Yeah, Are you man. kidding me? This yeah. is like. My hobby is I'll start another podcast. Yeah. 100%. It's it's crazy that uh we 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 get to live the life that that we do and uh and and sometimes we this is what I hate the most. I find myself like not sad but like tired. And I'm like, dude, you got to remember I used to sell fucking shoes. Like I tell myself that. Like you used to sell shoes, man. You used to sell shoes on on Sepulveda and the 405 at Nordstrom Rack. Like, have stop. You, have, You're not I, tired. Stop you, sighing when you go through TSA because the line's long. Like, go fuck yourself, Joe. How do you how do you impart both fa- both parts of your life to your son? Like, where you go, here's where we are today. Yeah. But like, this isn't where you start. Like, yeah. you gotta. Like, I didn't. Just show up here. Just because I'm here doesn't yeah. mean we're, we're here. here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll always be here. I'm going to stay At here. 18, you're going to be back there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I want to show you where I sold shoes on some Paul yeah, yeah. first. Like, you how know, do you do that? Because It's crazy because my son, I'm telling you the truth about my son. He's, I don't know, he's, he's cut from a different cloth because uh, if I had a, a dad in my position, yeah. I ain't doing shit for the rest of my life. I'm not. I my just, dad was I, just a lawyer, and I phoned it in until I was 26. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, my mom was working customer service at Caesar's Palace. I was with her till I was 30. <laughs> I was like, "This is too good here. <laughs> this is too good. <laughs> Home cooked meal? Are you kidding me? I remember I moved out for like a year and a half, and I came back. And was like, "Yo, you got to pay like electricity." 
<laughs> I can't do that, mom. Yeah. It, 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 literally, I, and I ended up living with her for like nine more years. Um, but uh, but my son is completely different, man. My son's already talking about where he wants to get a job. He wants to work at Western Bagel. Don't ask me why. He just wants to work there. Yeah. He thinks it's the coolest spot. They close early, Dad. You still have your evenings. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess they close at four. So he's like, yeah, they I don't want. I don't want a job that carries into my night, Dad. Yeah, they close at four. I want. I want to work at Western Bagel. I'm like, all right, work at Western Bagel. Western Bagel. He's, he's making beats. He's being very creative. Really? Yeah, man. So I love this kid. He, he's not good in school, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. I got one of those. A, yeah, yeah. Really? Which one? Oh, is it, Isla. Is it, is it the one I met? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one Georgia. I gave money to. No, that's Georgia. I'm waiting for Georgia. I love Georgia. You I'm waiting why? for Georgia and your son to bump bump into each other Jeez, because they're be in great. the same they're in the same circle. She did this, the, the sister school, right? Yeah, she goes to the sister school, and her pitcher's good friends with your son. That's so cool. yeah, really. You're good talking friends. about Grace. Yeah, yeah, Grace. She, I love Grace. By the way, I, I wonder. I I'll tell you what, a video we got to do next. See if we can hit a fastball off of Grace. She throws fucking fire. Does she really? She throws fucking. You know, she's Dodger royalty, right? What? Oh yes, uh, is in it's the Vince Vin Scully. Scully. Yeah, how cool is that? Oh, that's right. I did know that. God dang it. Yep, that's her grandfather. She throws. How cool is that? Fucking fire. That's when, so cool. When they when she goes up to pitch, it is almost you can see our stands kind of be like up oh, three up three down. Here we go. <laughs> and every time this is the way my brain works. Wait, is it is it fat? Uh, under a fast pitch, underhand softball. Nice. And um, and and she's fucking a great batter. Like really, she's, yeah, she's an awesome athlete. She'll go somewhere for a full ride and scholarship. Oh really? Yeah, she's only a junior, so we got one more year of yeah, her. George is a sophomore. The nicest. Girl. And your son's a junior, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to run into each other and go, "Oh, hey, uh, you know I love, uh, you know I love Georgia." Because when I saw her lids, and I and I went and got uh, my merch to give to her, and I go, "Do you want my merch?" She goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! We have oh. asshole kids. Oh. But she took the money. I gave yeah, her money. Took the she money. took the money. <laughs> she took the money. I don't really want the. I don't really want the hoodie. I'll take the money. No, she wore the hat skiing. Oh, she did? Yeah, she wore the hat skiing. Oh, good. Yeah, good. she wore the, took it skiing with us, and I was like, are you really wearing I told her to wear. I told her to wear yeah. my merch to your shows. <laughs> Please wear it to your dad's shows. Oh. They're yeah, the best, man. Your kids are so cute. Yeah, they're uh, they're interesting. Isla did her hair like uh, Snoop Dogg, and like, you know what Snoop Dogg does? Like the nine, no, nine different braids that are all kind of like sticking off in different <laughs> things. I'm curious to see what it looks like today. She wanted it to be curly tomorrow, so she braided it up really aggressively last night. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, were, were, were your were your parents the way you are with your kids? No, they would they would shit if they see how you are with these kids. Oh, right? they're yeah, they're not. They were my parents were not like this but at don't, all. But don't you see your kids maturing better than you? My oh, my kids are one hundred so much better, more than mature me. than you, right? So much better than me. I because mean, it's the reversal. It's like you're still the kid raising kids. So they they take on like this adult behavior, right? Like, cause yeah. my son's the same way. I'm a fucking kid. I can't stop buying toys. I, I'm always fucking up. I'm late yeah. for shit. I, yeah. I lose my keys. Whereas my son is like, he's the opposite. He's more of the the adult. Uh, you know, and it's it's kind of cool. It's like your your parents were so structured. My mom was so structured, which made me like this fucking who I am. And then now I'm 
this kid raising a kid and it's reversed it's amazing because um george will say stuff like i'll go hey let's uh let's go let's go out to dinner tonight and george will be like i i have homework and i'm yeah. like wait what is it don't i actually said the other night i was a little drunk but i said no one tells me when i don't go out to eat like no one gets to say when i don't get to go out to eat if i say we go out to eat we go out to fucking eat and they were all like i'm sorry who the fuck do you think you are and my and i was like that's what my dad did like i just defended it like yeah, i was yeah. like if my dad said we went out to eat we never questioned him yeah you guys aren't allowed to question me yeah exactly i'm the father yeah and they're like yeah we're allowed to question you dad this isn't they kept going sit down patriarchy and i was like Jesus, I mean, they're so. <laughs> Last night they went into the into the uh, freezer outside and got snacks, got like uh, mochi balls, and then came back in in the middle of dinner. And I said, "What were you guys doing out there?" And they're like, "Oh, smoking doobies, Dad. What do you think? We got chocolate, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I like I like to shop, right? Yeah. And uh, so I'm always I'm always shopping, and my son's right next to me, and and I'm literally like. Uh, he'll he'll look. He was like, "Oh, I like this." And I was like, get it. He goes, "Yeah, but I don't really need it, Dad." I'm like, "Who the fuck?" By the way, says that we need to set up him and Georgia on a blind date because that is Georgia's fucking. George, she says that too. I I don't need that, Dad. Who the fuck says that at that age? I needed everything. I needed my mom stuff I didn't always, need all the time. My, exactly. My mom's like, "Do you really need that?" I'm like, "Yes." I'm gonna I die if that. I don't have this. I'm gonna. <laughs> all my friends have it. I need it. Joe, I have a surfboard behind you. I don't surf. <laughs> but I need that. I got a I got a I got a fucking $3,000 mountain bike back here. I don't ride it. I got it too. <laughs> don't I have a I have a I have a beautiful Colnago street legal like this thing was in the Tour de France. I think I paid 4 grand for it. Flat tires, chain. <laughs> Look at all the hats I have over there. I only I have one your, head. <laughs> I see your collection. You don't even know. You don't even ask for these. They just Dude, come in a box and you go. I got a pound of marijuana. I don't really even smoke marijuana. I got so much shit I don't need. That's my second set of golf clubs. This whole fucking room is shit I don't need. I just bought a, I bought a set of golf clubs. And, <laughs> and get this. Get this. I'm part of a fucking club. I'm part of a fucking club. Oh. It's over in Reseda. It's called Braemar oh. Country Club. Don't oh, ever go. But my account gets drained every goddamn month I pay for it. Oh, that's so fucking We're, great. We need everything. We got to have, you know what we should do? We should have you guys over for like, have like a barbecue. Let's go. And and I'll tell Georgia, why don't you have a couple friends? Have your son bring a couple friends. We'll let them hang out. And then oh, they can God. watch us. Spy, yes. they'll, what they'll do is they'll walk around and go, George will walk him through and go so my dad bought this we never used it my dad bought that we never used it he's like that's like my dad exactly we should go into his closet see how many t-shirts he has oh that's so funny my Dude, closet's the fucking worst I, last night, and I wear the same fucking thing all the time I wear the same fucking same thing same fucking every, thing all the time I said last night Isla needed for today she wanted her hair curly because it's 80s day she goes I need a track suit and I go I got like 10 track suits in the, in the whatchamacallit she's like yeah I know <laughs> she was like that's why i didn't buy one because i figured i'll use one of your stupid tracksuits <laughs> i was like well you want me to come help you and she's like nah i think i'm good yeah i need to i need to fucking i need to talk i want to talk to you before i get you out of here i know you got to go what i want to talk to you about how you set up your team your yeah. team it seems tight as fuck really yeah 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 i feel it's, that way with you oh uh you inspire me with your videography huh like we we watch your videos and we're just like yo your time your time is so amazing like it, you're you're literally in the moment and it's up 
and it and it it's not like it, it doesn't feel like uh uh even though it is like yeah. even though it is like probably pre-taped or whatever it doesn't feel that way like when i watch your shit it's like oh it looks like he just made that and it's oh i'm i, I, it's so, I get i get very um i get really I, I maybe it's add but the second we shoot something i literally shut down i'm like all right let's go edit this and like we shot something the other night uh that i don't think we're gonna end up posting because uh I don't know, and, but it's it was really fucking hilarious, and it was just to this outcast song. Yeah, and we did the meet and greet, and, and I go, I was it was really cool that they took the curtain up. It's really cool. It was a, by, so like I'll tell you how my brain works, okay? Yeah. And this I say this because I think so. Like I I'll see something happen, and then I'll go ooh. I can steal that, or or and it, but it's not even steal. It's like, like they took the curtain up at the end of the night one night, and I went, oh, that looks cool as fuck. Like I forgot these curtains aren't, the curtain isn't here when we get here. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh shit. So the next place we're at, I'm like, hey, can you do this when at the end of the show raise the curtain up, and then that's a great way to reveal a sold out fucking show is a curtain comes oh up. yeah that's Dude, i mean so here I'll, cool. I'll show you i'll show it to you we so we ended up not doing it that way we ended up doing it this way i'll show you real quick it's a really fucking badass mid-roll reads mid-roll reads what are they these are mid-roll reads i'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast cigar.com cigar.com simply put is the home for cigar enthusiasts look you know I'm a big cigar guy. I love cigars. And when I'm home for an extended period of time, there is nothing better than watching the sunset and having a cigar. Well, they have the largest selection with over 1,400 brands like Ashton, Cohiba, Monte Cristo, and much more. Incredible prices on over 50 million cigars in inventory. That is better than any cigar shop you're ever going to find. 50 million cigars in inventory. The latest and greatest boutique blends with hard-to-find items, the only major online retailer with rare and vintage and pre-embargo tobacco. When you find vintage tobacco, you can taste the difference. I'm being serious. Sampler mellow to medium to full body and for really dedicated enthusiasts like myself, Bobby Kelly, Bill Burr, they have the Cigar of the Month Club where experts hand-select different blends for home delivery with the special members savings or just buy what you want when you want it's entirely up to you you can even sign up with daily deals via email and talk about convenience you can shop by brand by price by origin sample set and sale item not sure what you want to choose here's what's great they have in-house experts that can help you this place has something for everyone they've been in business for over 25 years and provide top-notch service i Love looking at cigars online like I looking love looking at dog breeds online. I can spend the entire time doing it. And with these kind of savings, this is where you need to be right now. For a limited time, they have a great 15% off deal on any order of $99 or more. That is going to be basically any order I do of cigars plus free shipping. But you have to go to the website. That's cigar.com to get this special offer and use the promo code BERTCAST. That site is cigar c-i-g-a-r cigar.com and use the promo code burkas i'll say it one more time cigar.com and use the promo code burkas 
So that's dope. But it's, it looks cool to have their curtain come up. Yes. So I was like, I was like, oh, I don't think we'll be able to use that. But you should do a shot like that when you have one of those fucking massive places to have your cam videographer behind the curtain yeah. and have it slowly come up. It's just so fucking that's cool. cool. So I, I, I like certain stuff like that will inspire me. And then once that ins inspiration hits me, I'm like, all right, let's shoot it. Let's go edit it. Let's get it up. Let's get it posted. Yeah. Like I get really antsy about that. The other thing I noticed, I'm sure you know this too, is the second you turn on the camera, something's going to show up. Yeah. Like the second you decide to start filming, something inevitably shows up. Yeah. So, but yeah, I get really like, I get, I really enjoy it. I, I do too. I like, I really enjoy, I, you know what it is? I enjoy being happy. And I, and someone told me the other day, they're like, it seems like you're having so much fun. And I was like, I am. Yeah. And I was like, if that's the message, if that's the branding that's coming out of my videos, yeah. is that I'm having a good time, I'm doing the right fucking yeah. thing because I'm having a fucking blast. Yeah, I love watching your stuff. Man. I mean, and, I would, and it makes me happy. Your your band, the, the marching band one was fucking oh, oh, so funny, dude. So like so like so I'll get I'll get uh I'll see something like that. Yeah. And I'll go, ooh, uh, I want one of those. Yeah. And then I'll just go, get me a marching band. <laughs> I mean, you were here the day we had the marching band. I, we had no plan. That we had no so plan. Funny. I was like, what songs can you play? And they're like, Rubber Band Man. And I was like, great. I was like, we'll figure it out. And literally, me, Halston was here. My cousin Andrew here was here. And my buddy John Manns was here. And we were just figured it out. Like, hey, man, can you stand behind the corner? And then I'll walk out of here. It's, it, but it's so much fun to do it on the fly. Yeah, and that's what man. we did with the Netflix series. is Because we had it scripted originally. We were scripting it. Yeah. And then we couldn't cast it because no one could commit to dates. Uh. So at the end, we're like, well, we can't fucking script this. And then I was like, well, we'll just do it like we do instagram videos let's just shoot it that's great and so we just get there and be like hey nikki i i'm will you wax my asshole and she's like yeah fuck it is it cool if caitlin jenner walks in you're like yeah that's was, funny so yeah that this, really happened oh yeah oh my god oh yeah when, but, when does this come out it was it was an accident because we didn't know is i i know obviously caitlin jenner I'm, by the way i shouldn't talk about a ton of this but yeah you no know, we didn't caitlin jenner is like you don't want to don't want to offend her yeah. right out the gates you yeah. know I, neither of us knew her but we planned this ass waxing thing and they cued caitlin too early to come in they're like all right they're ready for you go in <laughs> and nikki's like fucking caitlin jenner's here oh and my, my ass wax strip stuck to nikki's foot it was fucking hilarious <laughs> it was fucking hilarious when does that come out i don't know i don't know it's gonna get everyone canceled on it what oh it's we there was a part there was a part where Bobby Lee and and Donnell Rollins are channeling their fathers, the frustrations they had with their fathers growing up, but they can't do it properly. So they impromptu switch and play each other's father for the other one. And it is so aggressively racist. <laughs> oh, Bobby, son. Oh, Bobby. You ashamed the fan. Oh, no. It is. And it's, oh, Donnell. Oh. Donnell, I've been in prison for two. Like it is oh my fucking. God. It's so funny though. That I know people get offended, but it's it's like you just go. I mean, the, the one I did with Segura, he called me and he was like, "Hey man, we can't air all that shit, right?" And I, he was like, "You're gonna get me fucking killed out there." And That's I was like, funny. "Don't worry, we'll take out the parts." That are... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, you know. Hopefully, That's people. Netflix? Yeah. Hopefully, people enjoy it. I think it'll be fun. Are so, you Are you in the editing bay? On that we're in the too? editing right now, and we've got. Six episodes, we got four edited, and we have pickups we have to do. Oh, that's good. Because we, we just kind of shot the, the meat of it, and then we figured we'd find a way to tie it in later. Oh, that's so cool. What's, what's, what's next on your, on your agenda? I got the, the, the book is dropping June, and then uh, 
and then I just signed that deal with uh oh yeah I with, just saw that mm, Spielberg that was crazy what, and that's for a sitcom uh no that's uh, uh that's for a movie that's for a movie yeah Spielberg oh shit. fucking crazy and Dan Lin with uh Rideback he he does uh all the Lego movies and it won it to Aladdin what's and do you know what the movies is it it's based, based on, on mine yeah it's, based on I, your I pitched it to him yeah I pitched them the idea of it so and they love it it was just crazy going into that meeting because I thought it was a general. So it was just me and my manager walking into Amblin. It, you, you've been to Amblin, right? When the no. doors open, it looks like Jurassic Park. It literally looks like the Jurassic no, Park. I have not been and, to and it's Amblin. On the, it's on the Universal, Universal lot. lot. I've driven past Amblin. Yeah. And then it's like the secret lot to the left. Yeah. Right? So then you got to go through another security. I know. I know. I bet, by the way, I know. Ex- I saw Amblin because I used to, I had a deal with Will Smith back in the day. Yeah. And I would go on that lot every day. And I stepped on that. And one day I thought, I wonder if I could go in. Because I'd done this with the guy who created Quantum Leap. Yes. Uh, Peter, oh, I forget his name. Donald Belisario. Okay. So I said, uh, I walked into a, a casting and the next door was Donald Belisario. So I walked in and I said, is Mr. Belisario here? She yes. goes, uh, he is. I said, can I say hi to him? And she was like, do you have an appointment? And he just kind of stuck his head out of his office. I go, I love Quantum Leap. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I just walked out quick. I was like, I'm That's fucking out. Great. But I always thought I could do that with Steven Spielberg, just walk in. So you went in, you thought it was a general? I those? thought it was a general. And then uh, they, right when they got me to walk me into the meeting, uh, the, the lady was like, yeah, Steven can't stop talking about you. And I, and I looked at my manager like, do they mean Steven from accounting? <laughs> like, which, which fucking Steven? Because I call him Spielberg. I don't know who they're talking about. And then we're... So now we're just like in awe. We don't know what's going on. Then we sit down and uh, Jeb and Holly are, are there that, and, and they're talking to us. And then, and then they say it again. They're like, yeah, Steven sent a mass email. He, he loved your, uh, your special in Hawaii. He couldn't stop talking about it. He told all of us to watch it. And it's such a meeting. strong special. And I'm just such like, a strong fucking special. Thank you, man. That was 31 such years a right there. Strong special. <laughs> thank you, man. That's my favorite coming in hot. Yeah, that's a that's a I, that's a special where when I was doing my special, yeah. I thought, I thought, I, your first ten minutes yeah. was so powerful. I thought, secret time. I thought, you got to bring the thunder that first ten. Yeah. You gotta because once once you got me there, I'm like I'm in. I'm watching the whole thing. Yeah, it was fucking great, man. Thank you. But that that's he watched that and that's how I got the deal. He literally just gave me the deal. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Awesome. Holly and, and Jeb. Yeah, we pitched the movie. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're writing it right now. Crazy, right? Crazy. You know about that special? Can I tell you something about that special? Please. Complete fucking chaos, man. There was a chick that threw up uh, in front of uh, a chick in, in the front row. So I couldn't talk to the right side because there's just vomit everywhere. Oh my there was God. a drunk bitch that was in the middle that kept shouting out shit and literally burnt. I was on, I was on a fucking roll you know how it's just like yeah 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 up my beats like i'm just flowing it's every word i'm getting every every beat is hitting i'm getting applause applause blah, and then ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like in, in, in the part where it's like quiet where i need you quiet ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and then I, I i think i let it go on maybe one more time and then this is what i said you ready for this shit bro i go cut in the middle of my act, I go cut. I go, I go, shut the fucking cameras off. Or no, I didn't even say shut the cameras off. I go, I just go cut. I go, hey bitch, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. 
No one in here wants to fucking hear you talk. And I'm speaking on behalf of everyone that's sitting next to you. Shut the fuck up. I go, I got a million dollars worth of fucking cameras flowing in here from New York City. And I didn't, and I didn't have it here to, to fucking record you going, ah! Shut the fuck up. And then I went, action. Action. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. Like, people don't know the behind the scenes, though. Like, that the malfunctions oh. and the shit that happens. Like, So, wait. What were you doing in Philippines? What were you shooting in the Philippines? So, I told the Philippines that I would love to, to you know, because my mom's an immigrant. You know what I mean? She came from the Philippines to America to, to provide a beautiful life for a kid that doesn't have to see what, it, what it's like to be a kid in the Philippines. That's yeah. what she's got away from. And, and in doing so, you know, in her mind, uh, go to college, get a secure job and I can die happy. That's all they want. That, yeah. That's, that's what those, that generation wants. Right. Yeah. So when you choose the career of a comedian, it's ultimate suicide for her. She's yeah. like, what the fuck? That's not why I tried to get to this country for you to be a comedian. Like that's not. So basically I wanted to show, uh, Cause there's other kids like me, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that have immigrant parents that struggle, uh, to get to this country, to provide a beautiful life for them. And then they choose this weird career that they did not, that their parents did not want them to do. So, and we don't understand like, like, cause we're Americans. Mm -hmm. I'm an American. I'm not, I'm, my mom's Filipino, but I'm an American. So I yeah. only know American, you know, like the opportunities here and it's wide, it's broad. We can do whatever we want. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know what she's talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. I only know that you don't want to see what I had to see, and that's the wrong choice. Because in my country, you would be homeless if you did that. Yeah. Yeah. And there, and, there, and there's meaning behind. It. There's, there's, there's a lot of emotion behind it. And there's a lot of kids that are, of immigrant parents that that, you know that that are choosing my career path, and I wanted to take them back to the Philippines and do a show, because they've never seen it. So yeah. I grabbed the kids. Like I got one kid, Andrew. Uh, he, he's Filipino. Andrew Lopez. He's Filipino. His mom and dad just fucking went to Iowa, like the whitest place in the world in the 80s. They literally, they were the only Filipino family in Iowa. Yeah. But they were like, we'll take Iowa. It's better than Manila. Yeah. But these kids, her, you know, Andrew and the brothers, they only know being in a white America. Yeah. They don't know what the parents had to sacrifice so that they can live in Iowa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why did you move to Iowa? Well, you don't know because we don't want you to see it. Yeah. And now you're becoming a comedian. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? We gave up our lives so you could be a doctor, you know, so you can take care of our families. And like, you know, that's that's their way of thinking. Right. So I brought him to the Philippines so he could see it. I brought another guy. He's a dancer. He's a Filipino. They're all Filipinos, by the way. Filipino dancer. You know, he's he's the world. Uh, he's. A Red Bull uh, champion in B. He's a B boy. He's in the Jabberwock. He's in Super Crew. Like, yeah, in America, that opportunity's there. Yeah. You could do that. You can't do that in the Philippines. You can't be a B boy and make it. You know what I mean? So, so you took a bunch of I took American, Filipino, Filipino American artists back to the home oh, wow. and see where they came from, and then really take it in and then perform on stage in the Philippines. Their parents were there. It was it was it was cool, man. A lot of emotions, you know what I mean? Oh, I bet. Yeah, and there was another guy, Illmind. He he produces all of Drake stuff. J Cole. Uh, he just got a Grammy for uh, the Carters. He's Filipino. He's the producer. Yeah. Never been to the Philippines. 
his parents moved to America so that he could become whatever is that that he wanted to be. Yeah. And he became a producer. And and here he is. So, so like here he is getting a Grammy for the for the for the for Jay Z and Beyonce. Like I want Filipinos to be inspired by that. You know what I mean? Like I want Filipinos that are that 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 are like, yeah, I want to be a musician, but I'll probably never make it because I'm not I don't I'm not what this looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then with this special, you're like, no, you can because this guy did it. And his parents are from the Philippines. You know what I mean? And yeah. he got a Grammy for Jay-Z and Beyonce. So you can do it. That's so, so that's that, that's what it was all about. Like it, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of like my way of paying homage to my mom, you know what I mean? And, and showing her like, yo. Like, I know you thought it was a bad decision, but look, like, I, I just created a show that's going to be on Netflix. I brought Netflix to the Philippines. They they weren't planning on going there yeah. <laughs> anytime soon. I My whole staff was Filipino. The cameraman, the production. Yeah, I remember seeing that. You were talking about oh, this man. is all Filipino staff. All, all Filipino. That's like, so I was cool. so proud to say that. It just, just so my mom could be like, oh. <laughs> He's not a doctor, but take a look at this. <laughs> I was about to cry and then you made it funny. Yeah, and that's exactly it. He's not a doctor, but look what he did. You know? So Did your mom did your mom Oh, she can't get enough of it. Yeah. I brought her on stage at the forum and it was just like it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I I, I bet she I bet she can't. I bet she puts her head on the pillow and goes, Never in my wildest dreams. <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> this one was supposed to be a loser for sure. For sure, fucking D's in high school, like, like, yeah. I'm Dude, gonna go to college. You've, you've put us, you've shined a light on, like, this. I hope this doesn't come up racist. <laughs> Filipinos were kind of like just under the radar. Yeah, it was like you know, like Japanese, Korean, uh, uh, you know, we were like in, in like, and then you just, it's you didn't realize how many Filipinos were just hanging out yeah. and then all of a sudden i started going like it's almost like you really kind of shine a light on a group of people that maybe didn't have a voice yeah it's amazing like literally like i i used to get so jealous of like my korean friends because everyone always loved korean barbecue you know what i mean and then yeah. i always got for, uh, jealous of my chinese friends because everyone loves chinese food and then uh and then i go oh i'm filipino and everyone's like oh what is that like they didn't even know what it was <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah. That's where that one job, I, I did a joke on the Tonight Show. It was like, you get the worst compliments because they didn't know what I was. They yeah. would literally be like, I'm Filipino. It's like, I love orange chicken. It's like, no, that, that's not, that's not <laughs> Filipino. What the fuck? So it's like, that, that was my life growing up. I never had like this identity. I never had someone I could go, that's, that's what I am right there. That's so crazy. You never had representation. Never had representation. That's why when I did the Tonight Show, I put the flag on my chest because yeah. I wanted to be like, like just in case like someone like, there's a Filipino kid that wanted to be a comedian, but the mom kept saying, you got to be a nurse. And then I walk out on the Tonight Show and this guy has a flag on his chest. It's Filipino. That kid could be like, see, I can fucking do it. I can be, I can be a comedian. I don't have to be a nurse. Look, he did it. I don't think I ever, I don't think I realized that until right now is that. By the way, I made that flag. We, my sister sewed that flag on my chest in the, in the green room. Really? Yeah, we couldn't find a goddamn track jacket. <laughs> we we even went to Adidas.com. They were like, what the fuck is that? What's that? We got Japan. Will that work? <laughs> Filipinos, sorry. I... We don't have Philippines. We got Japan. <laughs> what kind of uh, sporting event is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. I didn't even realize that. Is that for a huge group of children, you are their representation of art. Yeah. That's so 
fucking mind-blowing because I'll, I'll never be that white people are all over the place <laughs> you know the black guys still even still there's a lot of black you know it's yeah. like even just with com we're just saying comedy yeah it was crazy when i was you know because i'm really like uh, apple to app is one of the guys from the black ips and he's filipino oh yeah and uh and we're really close right we're driving by the way we're fucking high right yeah. so i'm already because he he gets the good shit bert yeah like and uh, so i'm like tripping in the back seat and um and he uh and he goes hey man like it was so funny because we're we're, we're we're laughing and we're and the music's blaring really loud and then all of a sudden you know like those high moments you know what i mean where he just he turned off the radio and i'm just like what, what's what's apple about to do and he goes hey man i just want to say uh thank you for uh giving us a voice oh what yeah man like you tell our stories you tell you tell i don't know why i'm sounding like a cholo uh, you, you tell our stories like you 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 give us a voice like like now people know what a filipino mom is now people know what our accent is like it's beautiful man thank you and then turn some music back on and we're just fucking high and i'm just like that was that that was that moment where i was like that that was that all moment for me because i never realized what i was i didn't know that you're like sober up and drive straight man yeah, yeah. If you get an accident you kill all, all the filipino of, yeah, all art. the filipinos all the filipino art we're dive. the only two and chad hugo from the neptunes we're done. <laughs> no, but that but that was that moment where I, I go, oh, it's it's bigger than comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is it is really big. Like to, to other people, you're hearing our story, you know? Like, oh, oh, that's cool. That's a story about his mom. And oh, my mom's like his mom. Oh, cool. We're, we're relatable. It's you know, Filipinos are just like, I love that. I love it when people that aren't Filipino walking up to me and go, my mom does the same thing. I love that. But like to Filipinos, it means something way different. It's like if they they're allowed, they can go to the office and be like, Filipino, you know, like Joe Coy says about the mom. Yeah. Or they love hearing their coworker going, Joseph. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? That's a beautiful thing. They get to embrace that. Oh, I, I told you I went into my cardiologist and then um, the guy's taking my blood. He's like, so what do you do? I said, I'm a comedian. He's like, oh, do you know Joe Coy? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, shut up. Hold on one second. Now all of a sudden there's three nurses in there and they're like, <laughs> Wait, so what's he like? And I'm like, but you guys all know Joe Coy, and they're like, "Of course, we're nurses." And yeah, like, man. And then I'm, I think I texted you. I go, "Are there a lot of Filipino nurses?" And you're like, 100. "Are you fucking kidding me?" One hundred percent. Yeah, it's the number one thing whenever I go to my cardiologist is they talk about you. <laughs> they're like, "Hey, what's what's Joe Coy up to now?" That's so funny, dude. I can't go into a hospital. It's so funny. <laughs> well, so you're you're skinny. You're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta fucking lose weight, dude. This has been a fucking blast, man. Was it cool? I fucking. I love you, man. I love and you I, so and much. And I'm so glad that we get a chance to sit down like this. Yeah. We did, we did this one more time. Now I got to do your podcast. Please. Yeah. Hey, I love I love the fact that you vented and said that. Yeah. That means it's inside you. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, and you jokingly laugh about it, but don't ever repeat what they said. Yeah. Just know that they're saying it and that should inspire you, man. That means you're doing something right. I feel like it. I fucking, dude, you're a beast, bro. You inspire me. You hey, motivate me you nonstop. You inspire me. And I'm always trying to top your fucking videos. Well, I'm bro. chasing you. I'm chasing at your heels. I just want to. I just one time want to pull my bus into an arena and go. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. I, I'll, I'll never forget that fucking video as long as I fucking oh, live. Man. I went. His tour bus is in the venue. How the fuck did he do that, <laughs> guys? We need my tour bus in the venue. We got it in bigger theaters. Oh, that's the shit. I love you, bro. I love you too, brother.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.